Shadows to Life, Chapter 12, Favors, November 6th. Eleven days after his meeting with Howard, Damien stopped at the crosswalk and waited for the light to change. The weather was much nicer today, being only slightly overcast, but it was fast approaching the shortest day of the year, and he wanted to get to the church long before dark. In Damien's experience, people were much more trusting during the day. The light turned green and he stepped off the curb just as Scratch appeared at his side with a rather large Doberman pincher. She was wearing a black raincoat that hugged her figure and typical tight-fitting sportswear underneath. Her choice of wardrobe utilized the same purpose as Damien's preference for cargo pants, range of movement. Today, however, blending in and not looking like a scrub were more important than freedom of movement, so he just wore jeans and a collared shirt with a raincoat over top. You know, like a normal person. Too bad Scratch hadn't gotten the memo. Do you really need a leash for that thing? he said, and flicked his head disdainfully at the large black dog. He was referring to her ability to control animals to a seemingly impossible degree, a power unknown among siphons and coveted by many. She rolled her eyes at him in response, returning his look of disdain with interest. Of course not, but I don't want any hassle from the police. Do you? Damien shook his head in answer. He wasn't really mad about the dog or her choice of clothing. He was just feeling very irritable and a little scared. There was just so much on the line, now more than ever. Eleven days straight he'd watched the church with nothing to show for it. Hardly anyone ever went inside, except on Sunday. Demon had been tempted to go to a sermon, but thought it too risky at the time. Too likely he'd be found out and this Jillian person alerted. So he'd waited, played it patient, and now he was suffering the consequences. During the weekdays, he'd wait until someone entered, then pretend to be waiting at the bus stop in front so he could start up a conversation as they left. The pretense he'd use was to ask if the church was any good. It seemed to work. He'd introduced himself as a different name every time, but not a single person had been named Jillian, or even known someone by the name. Finally, last night he'd thought of Scratch and phoned her, saying that he had an important mission from Howard and asked for her help. She'd agreed on the condition that he pay her what he could, and he, of course, had accepted. What would the debt matter if Howard killed him in a few days anyway? They arrived at the church a few minutes later. Scratch looked up in awe, and Damien too could feel himself tensing up, despite the fact that he'd spent almost every waking moment watching the place for the last eleven days. The church just stood out from other buildings in the area, both in appearance and feel. It had small windows that surrounded both floors, and one of those pretentious stained-glass windows on top. Damien squinted at it. The white paint on the exterior felt too bright, like how the lights feel during a hangover. They hurt. Clearly the building didn't want him inside, or anywhere near it. Damien had to push back at the feeling of unwelcome before he made his way up the stairs. At the top, he turned back to see Scratch tying her dog to a parking meter. Damien waited for her with his hand on the door handle, admiring the way she moved as she walked up the stairs. Supernatural abilities added nothing to her cat-like grace, which must have been a gift at birth. He leaned in as she approached. I'll do the talking, he said, and began to open the door. 
Scratch stopped him with a touch and smiled up at him. You can if you want to, but do you really want Jillian to know that you're looking for her? She was right. That wouldn't be strategic at all. He frowned down at her. What do you want in return? Scratch looked intently up at him, forward as usual. Forget any money for accompanying you. All I want is for when this whole thing goes sour, for you to take me with you. When this whole thing goes sour? He asked dryly. Yes, she said. When, not if. I don't think Howard wants you to succeed. Of course he does, Damien said angrily, but was interrupted before he could elaborate. Then you'll have nothing to worry about, will you? If this mission of yours works out and everything turns out all right, then I won't expect anything from you, including money. You win either way. Damien swallowed, nervous about accepting a deal that seemed too good to be true. They usually were in his experience. And he hadn't been expecting the proviso either. Though perhaps he should have. It was just that her act back at the hospital had been really convincing. Damn it, Scratch, he thought. This is my reward for letting my guard down. Should have known better. Scratch, I already told you, I know, she said, and Damien could see her squeeze a fist by her side. It's not like that. I just want out. I've grown a lot more powerful. I can help you now. And if you leave, I know Burns at least won't hesitate to take me down. He hates you so much, and he thinks that you like me. I've been using that to get by, and I don't think I could take him by myself once you're gone. It was true. A lot of the siphons believed that Damien was into Scratch despite his protestations. And normally he would have told her to piss off. But really there was no choice. It wasn't ideal, but he needed her help. For now. Done, he said, and they shook on it. He had no intention of taking her with him, but she'd never know that. At least, not until he was long gone. Scratch smiled at him looking a little too happy. It caused Damien's stomach to flip-flop and his heart to squeeze painfully. Once again, he cursed Daniel for what he'd done to him as he swallowed audibly to lower the bile that swirled dangerously in his stomach. But if Scratch noticed his unease, then she pretended not to. She folded the flap of his jacket back, the smile still on her beautiful lips. Why don't you wait here, then? The minister won't be able to warn Jillian about you if he doesn't know you exist. Damien nodded, still not in complete control of his nausea. Good idea, he said, and made his way down the stairs. He didn't want Scratch to see his discomfort, or to see him yak. However, lying to Scratch's face had been necessary, even if it did come with a side order of vomit. He could never trust another siphon enough to take them with him if he did have to run away. It violated the very first rule he'd learned at the crisis center and the one that had served him best all his time there. Watch my dog for me, she said, and popped inside without waiting for an answer. The sight of the dog brought Damien's mind to when Leech and he had first talked about Daniel's curse while he was still in the hospital. Damien had questioned Leech about when he would finally recover after he'd kicked a C&I dog in the physiotherapy room. He'd been sick for days over that one, and Leech had promised that the nausea would go away as the curse faded and that it would all get easier with time. But, if anything, 
it was getting more and more difficult to go against his conscience. He gagged and threw up against the side of the building as proof. I'm weaker than ever. The only silver lining was that Leech was being a lot more quiet, and Damien was in enough trouble and pain without having that jerk monkey on his back harassing him at every turn. It was another double-edged sword, like the healing, as he needed Leech's strength and guidance in order to defeat this Jillian person. Whatever Daniel had done to Damien had prevented the little parasite from using their bond to fully feed. This was definitely getting worse, not better. If only I could just get back to normal. Even if it meant the injuries he'd sustained against Daniel returned, it'd be a deal he'd happily take. The guilt. The nausea. It was too much. It felt like some kind of spiritual hangover. Only permanent. Hopefully Jillian would be a lot easier to deal with than Daniel. After all, their former prelate was supposed to be the most powerful vassal in the Vancouver area. Jillian would most likely be a piece of cake. But still, nothing was really known about Jillian. What if she was an underachiever? Leech interrupted his thoughts. When are we going to feed? Damien sighed. Are you joking? He hissed, then looked around himself, checking if he'd been seen. No one should have been able to hear him, but to a passerby it would look like he was mumbling to himself like a crazy person. He adjusted his position behind the stairs so that it would be hard for anyone to see his lips moving. We tried that last night. Don't you remember? I left a trail of vomit down Demon. That's not my problem. I need to feed, and soon. Right back at you. Your feeding isn't my problem. I'm fine without it, and I can still use my powers. Yes. But a lack of feeding will erode at our bond, and your abilities will be very limited. Exactly. And unless I kill this Jillian person, I'll be dead by next week. So until I get rid of Daniel's curse, you'll just have to suck it up. That could cost you. I don't care. I can't fight Jillian while bent over and heaving my guts out. Scratch appeared at the bottom of the stairs. He joined her as she untied the dog from the meter and began leaving. Thanks for watching my dog, she said sarcastically. I was, but I couldn't stand where people could see me. I was talking to my shadow. Scratch grunted disapprovingly, but didn't argue. They continued back the way they came. He waited for half a block until finally he couldn't take the suspense. Well, he said, how'd it go? She took a deep breath. They said they don't know where she is. He squinted his eyes shut and stopped. It took everything he had not to scream. After watching the church for so long, this had been his final chance. He was going to have to make a run for it, flee the organization. Nausea swept over him completely different from the feeling caused by his newfound conscience. Sweat began to bead on his forehead, just as Scratch interrupted his panic attack. But... Damien opened his eyes up and grabbed Scratch by her shoulders. But what? Ow! Let go, she said, wincing at his grip. Damien let go. He had been channeling wrath without even knowing it. But, she said carefully, he did know. The look on Damien's face must have shown his confusion. Scratch chuckled. He was lying. 
How do you know? Scratch rolled her eyes dramatically, oblivious to the irritation in his voice. Churchy people aren't usually very good at hiding the truth. Ah, he nodded his understanding. So now I just need to go teach Church Boy a lesson in lying, huh? Damien smiled like a shark and turned back towards the church. Actually, Scratch said, stopping him with a hand on his shoulder, that might not be necessary. What do you mean? Just a minute. Scratch pulled out her phone and opened up the browser. She typed for a bit, but it wasn't long before she smiled and turned the phone towards him. I trust her phone number will do? He gawked at the screen. Amazing, he thought. Scratch had surpassed all his expectations. This is her number? Scratch nodded. How'd you get it? On the way into the church, I saw a handmade poster for their new website, Scratch guffawed. It said it was specially designed by jchurchwebdesign.com. Figuring it was her, I went under the contact section on the site. It only says Jillian, but what are the odds there's another person named Jillian that has an association with that small-ass church, right? Damien could only shake his head at her. He was so astounded, so in awe, he wanted to, to just kiss her right there. Scratch had done the amazing done what he almost certainly couldn't have done himself. Damien was starting to see what Howard meant when he said about using Scratch. The thought made Damien's heart ache. Not like it did when he betrayed his conscience, but not entirely different either. He looked at her. Stunning as she was in her tight outfit, he was far more impressed with her ingenuity and cunning resourcefulness. Can I buy Milady a drink? He winked at her. It felt awfully cheesy, but for some reason she seemed to like it. In answer, Scratch laughed and put her arm through his, and they started towards his favorite downtown bar. Thanks so much for listening to another chapter of Shadows to Life. Follow me on Twitter at Rob V. Johnson to find out when I post the latest chapter, or just to talk to me and tell me what you think. See you next time.